0: Hi guys, welcome back to the Hideaway podcast. My name's Anna Hyde and this is our second episode and I'm so excited because I probably have the best guest in the entire world. My dad, better known on here as Jim and we are currently at Thanksgiving and I dragged him up here. He's really nervous so everyone be easy on him and leave us really great comments but he's gonna do great and I'm so excited to have him. So here's my dad. Yikes. He's going to be on the mic and I'm on my phone. So if I sound a little different, that's why. But basically, I'm going to be interviewing him. And just so you guys can get to know him a little better. Because I feel like he's... Like, Dad, you're a really hot topic on my social media. You know that, right?
1: Nuts. Crazy. Isn't it crazy? Yes. Just can't even comprehend that.
0: Like, what are some examples? Like, does it affect your life at all? Like, does it...
1: No, but people... well The way it affects my life is, like, people in my job like that live across the country will be like hey is your daughter anna Hyde? and i'll be like yeah why and they'll be like well my daughter follows you follows her and it just blows me away because i i you know i just know you as anna and the fact that people follow you and know you and that work with me it's crazy
0: yeah it like still blows my mind like even today at dicks like the girl checking us out like she knew you yeah the girl checking us out at dicks
1: just for reference i was golfing with her brother jimmy
0: yeah we're on thanksgiving break and today it's like the day after thanksgiving and some of us chose to shop and some of us chose to golf dad jimmy and tyler my cousin golfed um we went to the store with dad you would have hated it was kind of miserable
1: lots of people black friday is my worst nightmare
0: it was black friday but i had to go and get a game day outfit for this weekend because we play clemson do you think we're gonna win dad
1: Go, Cox! Yes,
0: always. So
1: Cox by ninety. Were
0: you always a Gamecock fan, or you just became one because me?
1: No, I was a Georgia fan because all my <sighs> friends went to Georgia. God bless them. <laughs> and then when all my money went to Carolina and you and cheer and cheer and going to all those games, I, I switched allegiances and now I can't stand Georgia. Die
0: hard, and we don't like Georgia. Sorry if a lot of you guys are listening are from Georgia, but they they gotta lose. Like, don't you think it's like. I feel like it's exciting for us because we if we lose, it's just another loss. But if we win, it's like the whole world shuts down.
1: I told Anna when she was trying to decide to cheer or go to college between South Carolina and Alabama. I was like, if Alabama ever does not win the championship, it's a disappointment. It's a, The season is a loss. Yeah. If South Carolina were to ever win a championship, it'd be the biggest sporting event of all time
0: and that's why i went to south carolina just go kidding. cox yeah so that's kind of my college decision but we want to hear about you we want to Uh-oh. hear about where you were born where you grew up college work take us along that
1: okay <laughs> i was actually born in outside of pittsburgh pennsylvania robinson township Mm. a a suburb of pittsburgh
0: wait i didn't know you were born in pennsylvania
1: yeah i was born in pittsburgh but i only lived there for a year yeah i didn't know that and then dad and mom moved to uh, liverpool which is basically syracuse new york i knew that and um i was there for about two or three years and then we moved to seneca falls which is 30 minutes to the west towards rochester and buffalo and uh the finger lakes region of upstate new york
0: Do you like it? How long were you in upstate New York until college?
1: 18 years. And when I went to college, um, I went to college in Boston, uh, Northeastern. And it was a perfect school for me. It was uh, five hours away from um, Seneca Falls. So it wasn't too close that you couldn't go home. If there was an emergency, you could run home. It was perfect. And I love the city of Boston. Like there was 35 schools there.
0: Yeah, but you went to Northeastern, right?
1: Yeah, I went to Northeastern. Yeah. When, when I went to uh, tour all the colleges in Boston, I went to BUBC in Northeastern. And of course, I couldn't get into Harvard. I didn't even <laughs> have any, no aspirations for that. That's okay. Um,
0: Are you more like me or Jimmy in school? Jimmy. We love Jimmy, but he would be the first to admit that he's he's not the biggest fan of school.
1: Yeah, like Anna had four O pluses, and I was like, I didn't even know you can get more than a four O.
0: But I didn't try in high school. Like high school, I didn't get. Those I know. Grades. I always
1: remember when you first went to college, you you called me like the second week, and we're like, Dad, I actually have to study. And I'm like, What do you mean? I thought you studied in high school. And she's like, No, I just memorized everything. I'm like, What? That's
0: and when y'all she had like, perfect yeah. four
1: O's in high school. No. But, but in college, she's like, I actually have to study. And I'm like, I was, it was eye opening.
0: Which, don't worry, we'll do a whole other episode of my college studying nursing because I know a ton of you guys want to hear about that. And I'm so excited to share that. Really, like, I did have to study and it was so hard. And I would study my booty off just to get 75s. Like, it was the hardest thing ever. But so you would say you made grades good enough to pass, but like, not like crazy.
1: No, I, I didn't have grades like you, but I had, I, I passed and then some. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I was okay in college. I just wasn't, I I wasn't super four oh
0: four plus. Did you party a lot?
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Cause that was the best thing about going to school in Boston. Like if there was nothing going on at your college, there were 30 other schools there that there's something going on.
0: Yeah. Cause you would say you would always go to Syracuse, right?
1: We'd go to Syracuse. Sometimes we'd road trip to Syracuse. But um, you know Boston College, we'd go to the, we we didn't like their school or their peoples, but we loved their football team and and basketball team, and we'd go to their games because they were more interesting than ours.
0: At the other college.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So you would like tailgate in the snow and everything.
1: Oh my gosh, yeah.
0: What was your major in college?
1: Marketing and management.
0: And you use it now, kinda, yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm in sales, but you know marketing is sales. I I'm con- convinced that marketing is sales. And um, yeah, so I had a double major, marketing and management.
0: So what did you do after college? You, did you graduate in four years?
1: Graduated in four, uh, f- actually five years because Northeastern, mm-hmm. the school I went to was a five-year college and they were unique. They were what's called a co-op school, cooperative school. So you went to school for six months, then you went to work for six months and it took five years. Like they actually invented a, a, a year called the Midler it was like freshman sophomore, midler, junior senior So what were, the you,
0: heck, so it was normal to do five years.
1: Yeah, you had it, it took five years. But the good thing was you two, two good things were, number one, you had a resume when you graduated with real job experience, and number two, yeah. you, you got paid on your co-ops.
0: That kind of sounds like nursing, like how we do clinicals, because you kind of have experience, but you don't get paid.
1: Yeah, so we got paid, so I didn't have a lot of student loans. I was able to pay my student loans real quick. Right, because worked quickly. right away. And what was really cool is the fact that, like, I started in accounting, and I did my first co-op in accounting, and I hated it. And I changed my major to marketing and management. Instead of going through four years of a normal college and then... Um, getting getting a job in accounting and figuring out oh my god I that's hate that's so
0: smart that's what I did like I did five years because I knew I wanted to do nursing or I did four and a half yeah Cause we knew what we wanted yeah so do you still talk to your college roommates like were they some of your best friends
1: oh my god they're my best friends like we like um they live all over the place uh there was a group of us that were really tight and I'll tell a story about that in a minute But uh, one of my best friends lives in Las Vegas. Uh, One lives in Charlotte. We're still close. We talk all the time. We got a lot in common.
0: Tell us a crazy college story. Do you want to open your beer? Yes. Yeah, open your beer. You deserve it. (laughs) Guys, he's so nervous, but I told him, like, there's literally no point to be. Everyone loves him. And, like, my dad can literally talk to a brick wall. I think that's where I got it from and how I can even start this podcast. Yeah, it's like a saying, like... You can talk to a brick wall. Like, you know you can talk everyone's ear off. Yeah. In a good way. Like, everyone loves it.
1: Like, that gets me excited talking to strangers. Yes. And learning he, about their Whenever life.
0: we're in public, like, out to dinner and stuff, he'll, like, make friends with the table next to us and be like, And like, I found a girl who goes to your school and, like, her parents. And I'm like, oh, my God.
1: <laughs> this segment brought to you by Cherry Street Brewing Company, <laughs> Cumming, Georgia.
0: No, I'm not actually sponsored by them, but if you guys want to sponsor me, I'm here for that.
1: Yeah, the great beer, great beer. Okay,
0: college story. Fun college story. Give us one.
1: Okay. A little crazy one. Oh, I don't know if I can do this.
0: You can. Like, it doesn't have to be your craziest.
1: I'm, I'm going to go off on a tangent because that's fine. what I do. Uh, what, My freshman year was 1986. That was the year the Red Sox went from worst to first.
0: He's a big Red Sox fan.
1: Red Sox were in the World Series. Celtics won the... NBA playoffs Patriots were in the Super Bowl against the oh Chicago my Bears gosh. and I was in sports heaven I was in the sports capital of the world and all this stuff was going on when I was there how so did you it,
0: pass freshman year I
1: it was it was difficult I couldn't let my parents down because mm-hmm. they set good examples I had great
0: how far were you from home again
1: five hours driving. so kind
0: of like USC four or five from yeah. y'all
1: well, three. You were about three and a half. Yeah. I got a story. So one time, this was not at college. I went home to Seneca Falls for um, the Thanksgiving, and we were up in Geneva, New York, um, about ten minutes from uh, Seneca Falls. And I was at this bar. I was at this bar with my best buddy Augie, Augie Orlando, legend. And um, we came out of the bar. And I'm like, Augie, I got to go to the bathroom. He's like, no, let's just go home. It's only 10 minutes. And I'm like, no, I really got to go.
0: One thing about you is you need to go to the bathroom.
1: I do. And now worse, now that I'm 56. (laughs) Whoops. (laughs) So I went to the back of the parking lot, started going to the bathroom. And right away, these cop lights come on. And these two cops, a guy and a lady come up. And they're like, hands in the air. (laughs) We're like, what the?
0: Were you and Augie ping or just you? Just me. Oh, my gosh
1: hands in no actually both of us both okay. of us both of us and um hands in the air and they cuffed us put us in the car took us to the station in geneva new york and i remember being so nervous because i was home for college break and i knew in our small town my mom your grandma grandma that you never mm-hmm. met because she passed away from
0: i met her when i was a baby right no i thought i've been in her presence.
1: No, your your grandma, Grandma Menta. Oh. Yeah, my mom died in 97. You were born in 99. Mm -hmm. Remember, my mom at the time was an art teacher, substitute art teacher back at my high school, and I knew it was such a small town, they were going to put it in the paper, like the police blog.
0: Wait, really? They put it in the paper?
1: Every little incident that happened where you got arrested. What? Yeah. the
0: newspaper?
1: Yeah, so I was so scared to tell my mom. So I, I, and you were stayed, in college. I was in college, and I was home for the weekend, and I was like, "I better tell my mom before <laughs> she finds out and reads about it in the paper." So I told her, uh, "Mom, I got arrested for peeing in a parking lot," <laughs> and she's like, "Oh my God, there's people doing drugs in that town, and that's what they got to worry about." Oh, Pe- good. So college, she was, had you. She, know, had she you. was fine about it. But so the, the worst part of the story is I actually, I was going back to college. Like, that next Friday, and they're like, well, you got to appear in court and pay your fine. Not court. Yes, I had to go to
0: court. That's ridiculous.
1: And I There is way worse out there. I went to this courtroom, and there were people next to me sitting there, and I'm like, what are you in for? (laughs) And I'm like, I peed in the parking lot, and I go, what'd you do? And he goes, oh, I killed somebody.
0: What? Yeah,
1: it it was crazy.
0: You're like, I should not be here.
1: I should not be here. So then I get in front of the judge, and he goes... James Hyde, you're cited for urinating in plain view of passing motorists. Oh! And he's like, "How do you plead?" And I said, "Well, technically, it wasn't plain view. I was in the back of a parking lot." And he goes, "How do you plead?"
0: Oh!
1: And I said, "Guilty." And he goes, <laughs> "Guilty. Thirty-five bucks." And I said, "Do you take credit cards?" And he goes, "Yep." And I was out of there.
0: Thirty-five bucks. Thirty-five dollars. Was that fine. a lot at the time?
1: No. I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't. Well, yeah, for a college kid, it was. Probably, were you
0: at work or at court alone?
1: No, Augie was with me. Augie <laughs> <laughs> was Augie
0: also arrested? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's a good story, honestly. And then, were you an angel the rest of your college years? Mm. Mm. Kind of. Kind of.
1: Yeah. Well, oh, I got a great story about the Red Sox. Let's hear it. 1986 playoffs. American League playoffs against the California Angels at the time. We were at a on campus party and we're like, I, I went to my roommate Matt and I said, We got to be down in Fenway. We got to be in the bars when they win this freaking thing and go to the World Series. Because I probably, I don't know how many people know, the Red Sox for the longest time had a curse. Mm-hmm. It's called the curse of the bambino. Mm hmm. They, you've told me about that, or I've yeah. seen it
0: on your newspaper in your room.
1: Yeah, they had, cool. um, the Red Sox had a player they called Babe Ruth at the time. Not they called him, We know I mean, Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth. We've heard he of him. He was a Red Sox. I didn't but, know that. But, so the Red Sox traded him. The owner of the Red Sox was trying, he was also um, uh, play, uh f- trying to finance a play on Broadway, and he needed some money. So he sold Babe Ruth to the Yankees
0: okay. I knew for, that. like,
1: cash. Mm-hmm. And somebody said, that's the greatest player of all time, and you're never going to win another World Series. And the Red Sox did not for, like, 85 years or whatever the hell it was. After they sold Babe Ruth? After they sold Babe Ruth. And Babe Ruth with the Yankees went on to become one of the greatest pitchers and hitters of all so time. So is that
0: why we hate the Yankees? Is that where it started? Yes. Really? And I grew
1: up in New York. And, I, and I, he
0: hates the Yankees, y'all. Yes. Oh my god, we're getting educated on baseball. This is so good. Yeah. So what's your story of when you went to go watch it?
1: So so we're at on campus at this uh, party in this dorm and I'm like, Matt, we gotta be down in the Fenway for when they clinch this playoff and go to their first World Series in eighty years or whatever mm-hmm. the heck it was. So I, I we so we jump in a cab because there were no Ubers at the time.
0: I can't imagine. Right? So you got a taxi.
1: We had to hail a cab, and we run, ac- and we r- run what across did, the fence. What did
0: states do that don't have cabs?
1: What did what?
0: Like Georgia, we don't have taxis.
1: Well, we did before Uber. Oh really? Oh yeah. But Interesting. Not, in the suburbs, like where we live of Atlanta, you you couldn't, you just didn't have that service.
0: Yeah. Okay, so you got in the taxi. So
1: we got in the taxi, we go to the bar, the cask and flag in, who's on first. Every bar was closed, they weren't letting anybody else in because it was so crowded and they're like, nobody's else.
0: Were they in the World Series or they were going to clinch their they spot clinch. in the World they Series? They were
1: about three outs away from clinching the playoff.
0: You didn't even go at the beginning? That's so unlike you.
1: No, So, but it gets better. Okay, okay. So we're there and we're now we're upset because we're like, we can't even watch the game. So... We're right on Yawkey Way, which those of you from Boston, you know, now it's you can't drive up and down there, it's closed during the games. But it's a is famous, it cobblestone? It, it's no, it's just a famous street, okay, that borders the uh Fenway Park Park. Ah. <laughs> sorry, I lost my drink, yeah. And you're Three on the out, so I'm like, Matt, I'm so sorry, I've drugged you all the way over here, and now we can't even watch the game. So we, we're talking to a limo driver. And he's like, "Well, I got the game on in back in the time. This was '86, 1986." So he had it on the radio. He had it on a little TV in his black and white. Do you know, even know what that is? No, I'm just like, kidding.
0: I know what black and white is. Y'all was, had? Did y'all have TVs?
1: He had a black and white TV in his limo, like you know, cable TV or color TV. Yeah, like we color. Well, barely black, even back in the cable. day there was black and white TV, like there was no color. Like oh so, we're watching the last couple outs and. I'm standing there. You're I'm in like, the limo? And I'm like, Matt, this sucks. You no, know, we're just, yeah, we're he's got the limo door open and we're just kind of watching. I'm like, Matt, this sucks.
0: Why were they losing?
1: No, but we were outside the stadium and we couldn't be in a bar and celebrate and we're all by ourselves.
0: Oh, but that's nice at the limo, this, driver. Uh, limo
1: driver. So then all of a sudden I look over and there's a gate with no cops. It's wide open. I'm oh. like, Matt, let's go. He goes, What do you mean? I go, let's a go in the stadium. Fenway? The gate to Fenway. We run in there, nobody stops us. We come up this ramp and we're on the third baseline. What? Live in the stadium and we got to see the last three outs and they clinched and went to the World Series. Shut up. It was the coolest thing I've ever been. I've never
0: in. heard that story. Were I'm you just freaking out?
1: Freaking out. You were
0: in the stadium, not even in seats, because everyone was standing. No, right we scene.
1: were just standing in the ramp. But when the ramp we came up was right in the And nobody base.
0: was there to stop you?
1: No, no cops, no nothing. Everybody Holy was getting ready shoot. to
0: celebrate. Holy shoot. And yeah. so did you and Matt just get hammered after? Mm-hmm. Like, were you drunk before? Probably. You were pre-gaming. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The poor limo driver, did you tell him thank you?
1: I don't know if I ever got to thank him. but Dad, you
0: just a- ran to the gate?
1: Yeah, we're like, we're out of here. Sorry, dude.
0: I thought the cute story was going to be the the limo guy. I thought that was it. No. No, we did.
1: But if I ever could run into him or knew who he was, I'd be like, thank you so much for that memory. You should
0: have brought him with you into the gate. (laughs) Yeah. That's such a good story. I can see why you love the Red Sox so much. Yeah. That's pretty iconic. Mom didn't have a favorite baseball team, did she? She just kind of liked whatever
1: she did? Mom grew up in Seattle, so she liked the Mariners.
0: They oh, yeah. don't have a
1: lot of history because they started as a franchise in 1970-something, like 75. So they don't have much
0: history. They don't
1: have a lot of history, uh, but they have Ken Griffey Jr.
0: True. I know she was obsessed with the... What's True. Her... Do
1: you even know who that is?
0: No, I've just heard the name. <laughs> but I know she was obsessed with what's-her-college football, the Washington Cougars. Washington
1: State Cougars.
0: Oh, my gosh. Obsessed. Yes. Um, okay, so graduated, had a great college after you graduated, what was your first job and where? I know you like traveled a lot, which you still do, but like I feel like you were so bouncing around.
1: I, I was I got this sales job, but it wasn't a sales job yet. It was gonna be a sales job. But were you
0: like twenty-two?
1: I was twenty-two right out of college, and they said, We're gonna put you in this factory, you're gonna build pumps, you're gonna quote pumps, you're gonna sweep the floors, you're gonna stock the shelves, you're gonna do everything and learn the business. And then as soon as the sales territory opens up, you can't say no, you've got to move there.
0: Which is what you wanted. Which right? is what
1: I wanted because I wanted out of New York. I, I, I wanted to see what it was what else was out there.
0: Where was this job?
1: My my first assignment was in Orlando, so it couldn't it could be worse. So I'm in sunny Florida. So
0: you went to Orlando. Did you know a single person in Orlando? Not a single person. How did you just like what?
1: Just I love meeting people and yeah, uh, I wouldn't be worried I about you. With. We'd go out. And it just we just had a blast.
0: So how long were you at that job?
1: Eight months, and then my boss came to me and goes, "We got a job. That uh, they still had to interview you. You could not say no, but they could say no."
0: Okay, so they still interviewed you. So that's weird. You couldn't forget. say no. My
1: boss at the time was like, "Hey, you need. To, I bought you a plane ticket. You're flying to Sacramento, California. Oh, Sacramento. To, to interview, and um, you, here's your ticket. I, I was. He goes, go home, get your suit on, and fly to California. That day. That day. Oh my God. So I ran home. I get on the plane. I get halfway across the plane. I get halfway, I had a layover in Dallas, Texas, Mm -hmm. and I got halfway there, got off the plane in Dallas, and I forgot my socks. (laughs) I had no socks.
0: What were you wearing? A suit with... Your feet, what were you wearing?
1: Dress shoes and no, I I left the house so quick, I was bare feet in my dress shoes.
0: (laughs) You didn't pack a suitcase?
1: No, I had an overnight bag.
0: And you didn't put socks in it?
1: I didn't put socks in it. Or on your feet. So I was running through the airport in Dallas looking for socks. <laughs> no socks to be found at that really? time in 1992.
0: I was born eight years later.
1: No socks to be Wait, found. Wait, seven. So I'll never forget my boss that eventually became my boss, Roger, goes... Hey, Is this L- Grunfoss? Gould.
0: Gould. I forgot about Goulds.
1: Yeah, so he, he meets me on the plane I, when I get off the plane and he's like, Welcome to California, lad.
0: He met you right off the plane?
1: Right off the plane, because it was pre-9-11, so you could come to the gate.
0: Oh. You don't know
1: that. You no, know. I don't know. So he, he goes, welcome to California, lad. He called me a lad, and I'm like, I didn't know what that was, but that it became his thing. Lad. Um, and I said, he goes, how was your flight? And I go, great, but i sorry, I don't have any socks on. <laughs> and he goes, you're going to fit in perfect. Nobody wears socks in California.
0: Oh, my God.
1: So that broke the ice. That's so
0: funny you admitted it right away. Like, (laughs) I don't have socks, I'm so sorry. That is so you.
1: Yeah, so then I got the job right after that. And And then um...
0: you moved right from Orlando to California. Yeah. And again, you don't know anyone in California, correct?
1: Knew nobody in California.
0: You stayed in Sacramento a while, right?
1: Not so much. I was about a year, and then I'll never forget, I was at a sales meeting in Auburn, California, which is up in the foothills of the Sierra Nevadas, about 40 minutes outside of Sacramento. And we had a sales meeting. And um, my boss goes, it was a good meeting. Everything was good. It, and my boss was like, all right, everybody meet in the bar at 530 except for Jim and Wayne.
0: Uh-oh. Do you think you were fired? I
1: thought I was fired. And, and I look at Wayne, and everybody leaves the room, including my boss. And um, I look at Wayne. He's a veteran. I'm a new guy. And I'm like, what's going on? He goes, I don't know. I don't know. So the boss comes back in, and he goes, I just inherited Washington, Oregon, Idaho, Montana, and Wyoming into my territory. Where do y'all want to go? No. And he goes, Wayne, he didn't ask. He said, Wayne, you're taking over all of California. Jim, you're moving to Spokane, Washington. And he goes, you got any questions? And I'm like, I got one question. Where the heck is Spokane? (laughs) And he goes, it's in Washington state. Here it is. He pulled the map out. And, and then he says, this is Thursday. He goes, now everything I own could fit in a small little U-Haul. Do you know what a U-Haul is?
0: Yeah. It's like what Roadway used to move my yeah, stuff.
1: Yeah, but much smaller.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And like you rent them yourself and you drive. You it. drive. Yeah.
0: So you don't have much stuff at this time. No,
1: everything could fit in this small U-Haul. So this is Thursday and he goes, I'll meet you in Billings, Montana. What the? On Monday and we start introducing you to your new customers. In Montana? In Montana. I thought
0: they were going to be in Washington.
1: Well, that's where I had to move. I had to move that weekend. So, Thursday, Friday, I got a U-Haul, packed everything up. Are you start... not lonely? Well, it gets... Yes. But...
0: I know what's coming up.
1: You know what's coming up. <laughs> so, I start driving. Uh, and, and this is pre-Apple Maps. You know, like... you Shut use...
0: up. You had a paper a, a map
1: paper map
0: what
1: paper map How and did you
0: know what exit to get off on you didn't what
1: you didn't you I guessed. don't believe
0: this this sounds illegal
1: no so so this isn't right <laughs> So I looking at the map and I don't know if anybody's ever been to Central Oregon central Washington me growing up on the East Coast I knew Washington State as Seattle green plush mountains, And I get through Central Oregon and Central Washington and it's like high desert. What? And I'm like, oh shit, shoot.
0: shoot." It's fine, I cuss on here.
1: Did I take a wrong turn? I felt like I was in Nevada, like in the desert. But Central Washington, Central Oregon is high desert.
0: I can't comprehend you even knowing where you're going.
1: I know. Did you get lost all the time? I mean, it was a pretty straight shot. I, I stopped The first night I stopped in, ben, I'll never forget, Bend, Oregon, beautiful place. You got a little hotel? You got a little hotel, the Red Lion, I'll never forget. <laughs> so and, you got
0: there, and did you like it in Spokane?
1: Yes, but I was like, this was my third move in like three years, and I was like, you know Over what? It. If I don't...
0: Meet the love of my life.
1: Meet people. I, I didn't say the okay, love of my life. Okay, just, just people. Just People. I may go back to New York because I'm like, this is crazy. I Where just, your family is? Uh, yeah, I just never have been in one area long enough to meet anybody. Right. So, I got this apartment, and I could I thought two things: I could either go sit in myself by myself, and on Friday night, and just be a loser,
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> or I could go to a bar and be a loser. Like that with guy. around people <laughs> but but you're around people so I, I went to this bar called Chapter 11 and I would sit at the end of the bar and the Braves I was a, also a Braves fan at the time because I had lived in Atlanta for a while I you
0: skipped that when were you in I Atlanta? I skipped that
1: part I'll, was I, it
0: after Orlando or before? before so Atlanta was for your first job yeah Jim I know I'm just kidding I'm just kidding there's so many places okay so you went to this bar you're doing so good I'm so proud drink another sip of your beer all right. Okay, so we get to this bar, and you're a Braves fan. I assume the Braves are on.
1: Braves are on, but but with the time difference, uh, three hours, on the, we're on West Coast time. Right. The Braves would start at 4.30 on a Friday. So my sales territory was so big at that time. It Did was, you
0: own it? Like how he said Wayne owns California? Like, were you running this one?
1: Yeah, so now Slay. I'm running Eastern Oregon, Eastern Washington, Idaho, Montana, Wyoming, and Utah is my territory so i would wake up monday i'd be on the road f- till friday and come back uh, going to montana I, yeah, why Mont- didn't he
0: just move you to montana
1: well that was just part of the territory oh. I, had, I had to cover idaho eastern washington eastern oregon i had to cover i all see
0: those. at this bar is this the one where mary Kay was your bartender yes shut okay pause guys so at our house is aunt sherry uncle pete uncle pete's my dad's brother sherry's married to pete then there's aunt krista who's my dad's twin sister Wait, no. Pete's twins.
1: Pete and Chris. Pete's twins. twin
0: sister. But she looks like my dad's twin. That's my aunt. And then all my cousins. And then Pat and Mary Kay, who they're not family, but they're family. they like, aunt and uncle. They're aunt and uncle, but like not by blood. And this, Honorary. So he's about to talk about Mary Kay, which is literally how my parents met. the greatest I'm,
1: story ever told. Yeah,
0: it's literally how I'm here today. Like, it's... Okay, so you're at this bar.
1: So I'd sit at the end of this bar, and I'll never forget, I'd order steak bites... And a pitcher of beer. I was right by the way, every time. And I watched the Braves starting at 4.30. And I'm sitting there. And then that was right by the waitress station where the waitresses come up and fill their orders for drinks and food. And um, Mary Kay, this girl Mary Kay and I just started conversation. One night, we, we became close just you know bar friends kind of just talking all like hey how you doing how you doing cuz she was the bartender she she was the uh, waitress okay but she would get you know fill the orders at the bar mhm and she uh one night she goes hey um you want to come out tonight with us and uh meet my friends and
0: that's so I nice i was like
1: yes please
0: <laughs> not to sound desperate but like not to sound yeah.
1: desperate but yeah <laughs> yeah
0: okay so
1: so she's like all right we got to go pick up these guys and um so i go over to this house we
0: all her friends dudes
1: yeah she's mm-hmm. got a lot of dude friends she's just like the. the first, she's cool She's a cool she's girl the coolest person in the world we love um so i go over to this house and she goes it was jeremy bryce and brian
0: jeremy's your roommate
1: For he your wasn't jeremy? my roommate he became okay, yeah, my roommate okay
0: yeah after this
1: yeah so she goes guys this is jim jim this is the guys and Jeremy looks at me and he goes, Jim, you like shots? And I go, yeah. And he goes, come on in, buddy.
0: Aww. How old were you?
1: I was probably 22. And they all were still in college. I can't remember. I, I, they either went to Eastern Washington or... Mary was, Kay
0: was younger, right? Because she's younger. Zaga.
1: No, Mary Kay was... I think she was my age.
0: Oh, I thought Sherry said they were younger.
1: I mean, they might have been a couple years.
0: And then the rest was history and you just came so close with them?
1: No, well, there's a long history. Let's
0: go into it. So... When does Sherry come into the picture?
1: Well, hold on. Okay, okay. Hold on, hold on. So Mary Kay introduces me to these guys, Jeremy, Bryce, and Brian. And two weeks later, I move in with them.
0: Two weeks? Two weeks later. You just ditched your lease?
1: I ditched my lease. What? I I bit the bullet and moved in with these guys. Did
0: it save you money in the end?
1: In the end, yeah. Because Jeremy's uh, owned the house. His parents owned the house. And it was like 200 bucks a month or something. Oh, my gosh. Where I was paying, like, I don't know a lot more
0: oh my gosh i can't imagine 200 rent yeah okay so you moved in with them
1: so i moved in with them pause
0: okay pause deep breath deep breath you're doing so good
1: okay all right so i moved in with them two weeks later and it was the greatest thing i've ever done these guys were crazy we had a blast we just did everything we we had a basketball team and it was like the jays versus the bs I'm going on a tangent again because that's what I do because I, I I have ADD or something. I do
0: that too. It's okay.
1: So J, the Js were Jeremy and Jimmy,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and the Bs were Bryce and Brian. Love. No, no, Blake and Brian. Love Blake that. didn't live in the house, but Brian did. Mm-hmm. And we would have these battles, and and it would keep us in shape. And we would just we keep score, and it was like so even. Like some nights they would win all three games.
0: What was it? Baseball basketball basketball so this is like my kickball team he, kind of <laughs> you're like it's way more intense yeah, way more intense okay
1: <laughs> no i don't know i don't know your kickball is probably pretty intense.
0: it's pretty pretty serious
1: but we would like it was so even and i mean some nights we would three sweep all three games and then the next week they would beat us and we kept a scoreboard in the in the in the house of the wins and losses. And then we'd have bragging rights. Like we'd be out that night bragging to all the girls and oh be my like, "Yeah, hey, we beat the J's or we beat the B's. And they were probably
0: like, what? They are like, what
1: are you guys talking about? So here? it was
0: two, two V two. Yeah,
1: yeah. So these
0: were some great times. Great times. So, so, so good you met Mary Kay. And you thought, even if that's all she ever brought you, that's a lot. Yeah. But it's not. It's
1: not, so I don't know how to say this, but I eventually met a girl. Which girl? Well, I met a couple girls.
0: But is a but girl our girl?
1: Mary Kay did not like any of the girls I went out with. Mm-hmm. And then I started dating this girl, Michelle.
0: That's my mom. <laughs>
1: well, let me back up. Hold okay, on. Okay,
0: okay. Back up to when you and mom, the whole, at the bar, like you have to meet my friend, you have to meet my friend. Oh yes. yeah, yeah. Because that's more important. That's that's way for before the camping. But I guess that was mom's side, right? Like they were like, you have to meet my friend Jem.
1: Oh yeah, so we we so my guys that I lived with, we would go to this bar called Cyrus O'Leary's in downtown Spokane. It's not there anymore, from what I understand. And we would, um, I I'd get back on Friday and meet them all at the bar. And my roommate Jeremy was starting to date this girl, um, Carrie, and. Carrie, that first night that I met her was like, oh my God, you, you've got to meet my girlfriend, Michelle, my mom, she, she is perfect for you.
0: And mom was just there on a trip, question mark, or you were there on a trip?
1: Not this time. So when I first met her, uh, Carrie was like, you got to meet my friend. And I'm like, well, great. Where is she? Let me meet her. She's like, oh, she lives in California.
0: Oh, yeah, so the first time, and you guys didn't meet that time, right? Yeah,
1: so about a year, now go fast forward forward to a a year year later, I flew in from like Salt Lake City or something, and I flew in and started talking to this girl, and we talked for like an hour, and I was like, this is pretty cool.
0: The girl's my mom.
1: Well, you spoiled it. Oh,
0: I'm sorry. I thought, okay, go, okay. So I'm talking to
1: this girl for about an hour, and Carrie comes over and goes, remember that girl I told you about a year ago? And I'm like, yeah, where's she at? And she goes, you're talking to her. I'm like, no freaking way.
0: That's my favorite. I'm sorry. I spoiled that story. That's just my favorite story in the whole entire world. Like fate, like you guys got brought back together on your own, not even your friends helping you. So yeah. Carrie probably saw it from across the room. and was just like giggling. So like, I
1: hate to say I, we met in a bar, but we did.
0: So that gives me hope. <laughs> yeah. So you guys like, what did you just talk about? Like, that's so crazy
1: a lot of sports
0: did you go up to her yes and what'd you say what was your line
1: i just flew in from salt lake city (laughs) (laughs) i know and she makes fun of me all the time for that
0: why did you say that like i
1: don't know it was goofy
0: okay so that's all you said i just flew in from salt lake city yeah what's your name Did you say what's your name
1: oh yeah i did that because
0: like how i'd be like okay and (laughs)
1: yeah i was goofy I, i don't know what the heck i was thinking well it worked yeah it worked and And then then
0: did she make like how did she respond was she just like okay
1: yeah she was like okay this this guy is pretty cool and um we just started at the time she was living in Pullman Washington which is where Washington State where she went to college it was about an hour and a half south of of Spokane. Is that,
0: and you lived in Spokane still? I lived
1: in Spokane. So, so we had a kind of long distance long relationship. Distance. I mean, an hour and a half distance relationship.
0: So did you fix long distance before the camping trip? Or were you used to long distance?
1: I, I screwed up. The camping trip was before I met Michelle.
0: Okay, so explain the camping trip.
1: So the camping trip. So Mary Kay uh, goes, hey, it's Memorial Day weekend, Labor Day weekend. I can't remember which one it was. And she's like, um, we're going to go camping at the gorge. The gorge at the george washington was the name of the the gorge at the george
0: gorge at the george the columbia
1: river in the central washington it's was a big campground and um party place so she's like all right i'm gonna send this girl sherry over to meet you
0: sherry's to, my aunt
1: to pick you up and she's gonna drive us to to the campground so I was dating some girl at the time, some other girl. I don't, I don't even remember the name at the time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, but I wasn't too happy because this girl was trying to...
0: Move her stuff in, you said? Move
1: her stuff in. Like <laughs> I was slowly finding shampoo and soap and toothbrushes. And he and, wasn't about it. And I wasn't about it, yeah. I but he's you.
0: too nice to say, no, like, yeah. stop.
1: So Sherry... I didn't know what Sherry, who Sherry was other than... This girl sherry was going to come pick me up so i i'm standing on the balcony with my girlfriend at the time and sherry pulls up and she's this tiny girl with these daisy duke shorts on and she goes are you jim i go yep they go you sherry he goes yep and she goes come on down
0: with his girlfriend on the balcony right next to him and the girlfriend's not invited
1: no yeah, and she's like...
0: I would be so pissed.
1: I know, but I was... I was.
0: But, like, also, like, y'all weren't meant to be. But yeah. I would be so pissed. Did she break up with you after? Yes. And she cleaned your house while you were gone? She,
1: yes, that Sherry told... Or somebody told you that, I guess.
0: That's crazy. Mom would have slapped you into Mom would have
1: smacked me in the face.
0: And said, you're not going. Yeah. So, yeah, that was the story before they met. But then you met Mom, and then you guys did long distance. And when did you move together?
1: Eventually, Michelle moved up to Spokane and started going to college to get a teaching degree. She already had a degree in hotel management because she was running a hotel in, in Pullman down at Washington State. And um, she wanted to get a degree in teaching. And so she moved up to Spokane. All of a sudden, my company goes, hey, we want to move you to San Francisco. And I'm like, Okay. So I go, Michelle, I got to move to San Francisco. I go, would you go with me?
0: How long were y'all dating? Like a year. Wow.
1: And she's like, I said, will you go with me? And she's like, I'll go with you, but I need some sort of commitment.
0: Yeah. Some Um, kind of promise.
1: So I said, I promise. (laughs) I promise. (laughs) You're
0: like, here's my word. I promise to marry you. I promise
1: I'll marry you eventually. (laughs) Something like that. She said, sure. So she went with me. And about six months after, um, living in San Francisco, I proposed to her. And... Only,
0: so you were only dating like a year and a half.
1: Yeah. But you knew at that point, cause I was older. I was you like, were older by that point. I was like
0: 27, 27,
1: 28.
0: Okay. I feel like when you're older, like, you know, like, yeah. So you proposed in your apartment, you guys showed us on that trip. Yes. We went to your apartment and then you stayed in San Fran, right? For yeah, a second. we lived about four got years in there. San
1: Francisco, yeah.
0: And then what made you move to Atlanta?
1: My company, again, transferred me to Atlanta.
0: And at this point, is mom still working in hotels?
1: Uh, at that point, she was. She was working at the one Embarcadero and the Hyatt. It was the only waterfront hotel resort categorized in San Francisco. So she was in the hotel industry at that point. It, but I wanted to bring you kids up. I wanted to have kids. I wanted to have you and Jimmy. In the South? No, in no, San Francisco. I wanted Imagine, you, I was,
0: guys. I was a San Fran girlie.
1: I was. I loved San Francisco. Now, it's not what it used, it, it used to be. Now, it's a mess kind of. And so expensive. Yeah. Well, but it, what, was what, expensive what, then, but it was expensive then. Where did
0: mom want to raise us?
1: She wanted. Wherever, wherever but not there. Mm-hmm. Because we would have had to put you in private school because the public schools were so bad.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, well, we didn't have to deal with that because my company transferred me to Atlanta, Georgia.
0: And she was just like, let's go? She's like, let's go. Okay. And so are you still friends with Mary Kay at this point?
1: Oh my God, best friends. Still
0: best friends. Yeah. And you're still friends with Sherry.
1: Oh, let me, yeah, let me back up. because <laughs> Then this tells the second half of the story, the amazing story. So we're living in San Francisco. And... We are trying to, I had proposed to her, to Mm -hmm. Michelle, your mom. I didn't have to define that.
0: Yeah, Michelle, my mom. Yeah. We're
1: starting to make wedding plans. Mm -hmm. She was from, Michelle grew up in Seattle. So I was like, well, you know, we're probably going to get married at the church you got married at in Seattle.
0: Church you got married at? Church you went to?
1: Church she was baptized at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. I'm like, that's where we're going to get married because that's kind of the tradition. Yeah. Well, the priest, we called the pr- the church in Seattle and they're like, well, who are you? And we're like, well, I was baptized there. I'm Michelle. I was baptized there and I got my certificate. And they're like, well, you don't go here now? <gasps> and we're like, no, I live in San Francisco. And they're like, we can't marry you. Oh. So it really soured us. This may get...
0: It's okay to the church for a second.
1: It soured us on the church for a second. Mm hmm. Sorry, I get emotional about that part because.
0: It's okay. Yeah. Everyone goes through patches like that. You don't got to get into that, but yeah. it was good at the end. So.
1: So, we're at dinner that night and we're like, well, the church is not going to marry us. I'm like, let me call my mom back in New York. She's Catholic, she'll know what to do. Yeah. So, my mom somehow. The priest in New York knew the Bishop of Seattle. So he's like, I'll, I'll talk to the Bishop and see if he can marry you. Mm -hmm. Make an exception because you're not a parishioner, which means you're giving money to the church. Mm -hmm. And they're like, they came back and they're like, we'll marry you, but you have to pay $4,000 to rent the church. And you have to bring your own priest from New York. And we were like, we can't afford that. What the heck?
0: Yeah. On top of a wedding.
1: So Michelle's crying. I'm mad. I'm like, you know what? Screw it. Let's just get married in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And we had been going to a church there. Yeah. And But she's like, nobody's going to come. You know, nobody, we don't know anybody here. Everybody's going to have to fly. Your family from the East Coast, my family from the Northwest.
0: They were going to have to fly anyways to...
1: So we're like, for... for Screw it. <laughs> Screw it. Yeah, I was trying to think of a better word. But um, so let's just get married in San Francisco. And it was the best thing we ever did because people made a vacation of it. People yeah. stayed all week. And we forgot that San Francisco was a destination. Mm-hmm. And we had like 150 people show up. Oh, my god! It was gosh. the greatest wedding ever. I wish you could have seen it.
0: I wish too. But that wouldn't be possible.
1: Yeah. So now, to get to the part about Sherry and Pete. So. Oh, I
0: love this part.
1: So we're at the wedding. <clears throat> And um,
0: all these people are downstairs right now, by the way.
1: And Pete, his brother, my brother, was in my wedding. And I, I, I'm i in the what do they call that when you're thanking people for coming? I don't know. The, and line. I the, the bride and groom are going around thanking people at each table for coming. Mm-hmm. So it's a pretty important thing. Mm-hmm. And Mary Kay comes up to me and taps me on the shoulder and says, Jim. I'm like, what? She goes, to talk to you i'm like what she goes sherry likes, sherry likes your brother and i'm like cool she goes i go what's the problem and she said well your brother's talking to some other girl i'm like
0: and she's like so serious she's like sherry likes pete sherry, like, like, sherry likes pete like come on like and he's like okay i i don't know what to do like i'm thinking I, I can't leave the wedding
1: line i can't leave the so michelle looks at me because she already knew mary kay and trusted mary kay mm-hmm. and sherry and she's like go
0: yeah, So she which let is me crazy. leave the
1: wedding line. Because,
0: oh, hold on, Pete was talking to another girl.
1: Pete was talking to another girl. Yeah. So I run over and I tap Pete on the shoulder and I say, brother, and he's like, what? Now, now he's giving me the cold shoulder. Brother. And he, and he's he, like, you're, like, you're cock
0: blocking me. I'm like,
1: this is a matter of life and death. And he goes, what could be so important? I go, you need to meet this girl. And eventually it's I my aunt separated who's separated them. Yeah. And Pete and Sherry... Are now married. And
0: have the best little boy, Matthew, and the they're all downstairs. Boy, but isn't it crazy that when they met at the wedding, they found out they live in the same apartment building? Or they Oh, lived... yeah.
1: So at the time, Pete was living in Washington, D.C. Sherry was living in New York. I think it was called Normandy Court, Upper East Side. Mm-hmm. And they Good started memory. talking. And Pete had lived in that same apartment like two years earlier. It was that's crazy. nuts.
0: These if you guys know New York, like the amount of apartments there is I couldn't even count that high if I wanted to. Like the the odds of that are absolutely insane. So like I feel like our whole family is just like a god thing, like meant to be yeah. that everyone is just like absolutely all together and stuff. Like I just think that's the coolest story ever. But so you mom got married and then you moved to Atlanta. How long after did you have kids? You kinda had us pretty not pretty thirty two. Pretty quickly when you yeah. moved to Atlanta. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I think we had you at 32.
0: I think she was 32. And y'all were like trying for me. Like I wasn't a surprise.
1: No, you were not a surprise. But you were a surprise because we didn't know, we didn't find out the sex. so we were Until like, I was born? Yeah, we didn't know if you I were a boy that. or a girl. But and, then my
0: bright blue eyes and my hair.
1: No, and I'll never forget when, when um, mom's water broke. I was about to go on a trip to Miami. It was a Sunday night. I had a work trip to Miami the next morning. And i was supposed to fly out at like 8 a.m and she's her water broke that night and i'm like oh shit!"
0: and so you didn't go on your work trip so
1: i didn't go on the work trip we went to the hospital to have the baby you mm-hmm. we didn't know you know yeah and and she didn't birth you for 23 hours
0: oh i heard i was rough
1: yes you were uh she didn't dilate or whatever it was called. yeah and it was a brutal, so at the 24th hour, C-section. infection could set in. Mm-hmm. So we had to make a decision on a C-section. And they did. And 15 minutes later, you came out. But it was I hadn't slept in like two days. And there was a lot of...
0: But it was harder on her.
1: There was a, a lot of stuff going on. Oh, it was way harder. <laughs> I mean, I did nothing. I need except, you to admit
0: that just for the viewers. I, it
1: was n- nothing. I did nothing.
0: But still, no sleep, supporting... But,
1: so the, the doctor holds you up. And I'm like, oh it's a boy.
0: Oh my god. But I was
1: so tired and I couldn't see.
0: <laughs> I didn't have a pee pee.
1: I know, I know. Did you I... cry when I was born? Yes. Really? Yes.
0: Did you cry when mom walked down the aisle? Yes. I've like only seen you cry like a couple times in my life. Yeah. It's okay. Um, so I was born, you thought I was a boy. And what did the doctor say? No.
1: No. What's wrong with you, son?
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then didn't they say you guys were like, Oh, her eyes are gonna change?
1: Yeah, um, she had the brightest blue eyes. Like the
0: color they are now, I was born with.
1: Anna was born with, and uh, we, Michelle and I were like, well, those are probably going to change. They, they both have the do. darkest brown and eyes. And the doctor said, those are not going to change, and he was right.
0: And you guys were confused because both my parents had brown eyes, and then Grandpa Hyde walked in. Yeah, my right? dad
1: had blue eyes.
0: Yeah. And he walked in, and they were like, oh, that makes sense.
1: That's where it comes from, yeah. And
0: then Jimmy is three years younger than me. Were you guys trying for him? or?
1: We were trying for him, um, and we did find out with him. We knew he was going to be a boy, which was perfect.
0: Yeah. Um, if, I, if, he, I, if he was a girl, would you have had another? Or probably.
1: Really? Because I'll never forget my grandma Amenta, my Italian grandmother, said to me, you're a rich man's family. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm not rich. I don't have a lot of money. She's like, no, you're rich and you got one of each. Yeah. A boy and a girl. What more do you need? That's true. And it was like, we're done. That well, makes The sense. other thing that we had the issue with is I had twins in my, you know, my brother and sister were twins. So, so you got scared
0: if you had another, if if we you could had, have two and it could be four.
1: You could, yeah, exactly. It could and be that's four. way too much. Yeah.
0: Because, Yeah. Okay, so that's us being born. Um, As you guys know, I feel like I mentioned the podcast, and if you are a longtime follower, you know my mom passed away in 2020. It wasn't of COVID. She had leukemia. I feel like we're not going to go much into that because I'm going to do like a whole episode where I like open up about it and play by play how she had it. She had it for like a year, year, year and a half. Yeah, year, a year. But it was like... There was a point where she was in the ICU. And, like, after that, we just, like, she was not the same. She was super sick. It was, like, a type of cancer that, like, was almost unbeatable. Like, the chances were so not there. But, um, so I feel like that's brought our family super close. And my dad, like, has just, I can't even, like, describe it. Because everyone, like, always will tell me, like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Like, I don't know how you do it. Are you okay? And I'm just, like, I don't think I can even take your apology. Because, like, I'm way better off than I have so many friends who, like, when something happens to one of their parents, like, the other parent kind of, like, shuts down. And my dad did nothing but, like, step up. Like, he literally is my rock. I I literally wouldn't be here today without him. Like, I don't know what I would do without him. And I just, like, everyone's like, oh, we love Jim, we love Jim. And, like, yes, but, like, if you guys only knew, like, the deeper level of, like, how amazing he is and how much he stepped up for me and my brother. And, like, we're so lucky we do have family. Like, all this family downstairs, like, surrounded us. Like, they would make, like when we, they hired cleaners for our house during it, they hired, they had meal trains coming, they had like go find like all this stuff, like we had so much support during it because it was the hardest journey we've ever been through in the longest journey um, do you have anything to say on that part? We don't have to go Just, too much into I mean, it I
1: can could talk the whole episode about this, but um my, you know, big thing was you, you and Jimmy
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, we, you know You became my number one priority. Not that you weren't before. Yeah. But that It gave you
0: something to, like, live for. Live
1: for. Yeah. It was like, I don't care what happens to me, but I just want them to be okay.
0: Yeah. And we were only because of him. But, like, we all, like, leaned on each other, and we definitely couldn't have done it without each other. And my heart goes out to people who have to do it alone, because I can't literally imagine. But what I kind of wanted to ask you about was, since... How has it been? I just kind of want you to talk about and give advice to anyone out there on, like, how it's been just, like, raising us alone since she's been gone. Like, you don't have to go too in-depth or, like, get too sad. Just kind of, like, how you've dealt with it, how any support systems you've had, how we still, like, honor mom and stuff.
1: The number one reason I was able to get through this situation, and, and you don't get through it. You just keep dealing with it.
0: Day by one day, day at a time. One
1: day at a time, which is the tattoos we all have, mm-hmm. um, is my brother and sister,
0: Pete and Krista, Pete and
1: Cherry, and Cherry and, and Pat, mm-hmm. and just family, and, and and I'll tell you what else has become apparent: friends, even even customers, people. One thing I realized I, I never knew how caring people were. Until this happened to our family, yeah. I mean, people came out of the woodwork, you know. Was like, who's this person? Why are they? And so you nice. see who like
0: sticks by you, yeah, and yeah. sticks by it mom. Just
1: blew me away at the compassion that people, the letters, the handwritten cards, the, mm-hmm. just the, just the, the calls, the texts. Um, yeah, things. but I could not have gotten through it without Pete and Krista. Yeah, he would,
0: like, sleep there, they'd come over, they'd do everything, like, they, I, and because I, I feel like, I know a lot of you out there have lost a parent, and, like, you ask me, like, how do you not feel guilty, like, going and doing stuff, and I feel like the only reason I don't feel guilty is because, like, I know he's not alone, like, I know our family's right down the road, and my brother also goes to college near him, like, I know at the end of the day he's not alone, and I feel like you're good at, like, you have your little routine of, like, getting up, coffee, work, you go mountain biking. Like, you get into a routine. Yeah. And I feel like that helps you, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: It was the hardest thing that ever happened in my life.
0: Yeah. And, like, it's kind of what Gretchen says, where it doesn't get better just eats jay, it gets a little less shittier.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But it never gets better.
1: Right. That's exactly. And what I was blown away with your social media is... How you know I like when my mom passed away in nine, 1997 when I was 28, a little older than you, a little older, older than you. I was like I didn't know anybody that had died until that point in my life. Yeah. And then my mom dies of cancer. Nobody,
0: a lot of people don't cancer. get it or understand.
1: But when I saw how many people reached out to you on social media, I was blown away at how we're not the only people dealing with this. this There's is so way many more people out common there. than should
0: be and that's why i try and like use my platform to help people but like forgive me sometimes i always can't talk about it but like when i get the urge to i do because i know if i can even help one of you guys like it's so worth it to me you know yeah but thank you for sharing that i know that's not always easy and fun to talk about and i will do an episode where i open up about it and kind of in depth and talk about it more but somebody, we're going to go through a few, a couple questions on my Instagram to end this what? episode. Yep, just a couple. Quick rapid fire, we'll call it. And then we're she done. Didn't tell me
1: about this. Rapid fire. And then <laughs> oh, we'll, no.
0: And then we'll go drink. It'll be so fun because we're already at an hour. This is so good. Have you ever been recognized in public from Vloggy?
1: Me? Yeah. Yes.
0: Remember the Tennessee game? Yes,
1: I was at the Tennessee-South Carolina game at Tennessee, standing in line for a beer of all things. Because I don't often do that. Just kidding. And um, this girl goes, "Are you Anna High's dad?" And I'm like, "Yeah." She goes, "I love her. I follow her on social media, and blah blah blah." And I was blown away. There were eighty thousand people at a Tennessee, South Carolina football game, and yeah, that was crazy.
0: What do you like to do in your free time?
1: Mountain bike. Discover new craft beer, local craft beer.
0: What reminds you, Anna, most of mom? Your beauty. Aww. What's your favorite beer?
1: It changes by, well, my favorite style is an IPA. Uh, but my favorite right now, my go-to is Wild Leap from LaGrange, Georgia. It's a, it's a, called the Chance IPA.
0: What did you think about my entire apartment flooding? In New York? Yeah.
1: I was like, this is a sign. Get the hell out.
0: What makes you most proud of Anna? N-
1: the um, nursing degree that you've earned and your compassion for kids Aww. and and your social your social media
0: If you want a free trip anywhere in the world of your choice where would you go? Seattle. Anywhere in the world?
1: All right, Sicily. <laughs> Sicily, Rome. Yeah, we gotta, Sicily, Italy.
0: We got to get you to Italy. Would you move the whole family to Charleston?
1: If Jimmy come with me, yeah.
0: What is your opinion on Taylor and Travis?
1: I wish Jason could have some, no, no.
0: Jason's married.
1: I know. No, <laughs> my opinion is that is a power couple.
0: Period. Oh, and my Taylor talk for this week is she just sang, now that we don't talk, and innocent. And they both were so amazing, and we the rep clowns were clowned again. Okay, back to the Q&A. We're almost done. Last question, who will get married first, me or Jimmy? You. Whoa. Okay, that wraps it up. Dad, thank you so much. I literally dragged him away from everyone downstairs drinking. He's so nice. He was so nervous to do this. So everyone tell him how amazing he did and share his love because I'm just so blessed that he's my dad and that he I can share him with you. And, um, yeah, any last words?
1: I'm just so proud of Anna and uh, Jimmy and um, the family that we've, we have and the support that they've given me. They've helped me get through this with uh, Michelle. And um, I just can't thank them enough. They're stronger than they think.
0: Well, he's our dad, guys. He's our dad. I love you so much, Dad. Thank you so much for coming on. I love you guys. Thank you so much for watching another episode of the Hideaway Podcast. And remember, my DMs are always open for episode ideas, comments, concerns, anything. We love you guys. Bye. Bye.